It's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20, uh, 20 and 21. It's a letter written by Paul to, the, to, his, to his son in the Lord, Timothy. We know that because this, <laughs> the letter opens up. He's like, Timothy, my son in the Lord. And so we know it's written to him. It, interesting, though, that at the very end of this letter that Paul wrote to Timothy, he says, grace be with you. But the you there is plural. And so what we know about this book of Timothy is that while Paul wrote it to Timothy to give him instructions and to remind him of the most important things that Paul had imparted to him in, in, in their time together. Paul was about to die. He knew the end of his life was near. He wrote this letter to Timothy, but he knew by writing it to Timothy, he was writing it to everybody that Timothy's life would touch. And so these instructions are for Timothy to share with the entire church. And so he knew there was going to be a multiplication effect. Let me hasten to say that the things that we experience from God, the things that God teaches you and the things that God leads you in and the transformation that you experience isn't just for you. It's for everybody that your life touches. When God touches your life, when he changes your life, when he impacts your life, it's not just for you. It's so that you can be an impact and a blessing to the world around you. David and his family model that for us in a very uh, vibrant way. So let's, let's look at this. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 and 21. Now in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. This is God's word to us. Thank you, Jesus. Excite us about your purpose for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, very quickly, the house, the vessels, the choice, and the master. There is this great house, and this great house is the church. This church, the people who call on the name of Jesus, not the local church, the global church. It's the, it's the eternal church. It's the people who have in the past and always will in the future belong to Christ through faith. That's the house, the vessels. He says that there are these golden vessels and there that are for honorable use and these wood and lesser vessels for common or ordinary. Uh, another translation calls it noble and ignoble purposes. Now, when we think of this, we need to be careful not to apply the world's definition of honorable and dishonorable, of noble and of ignoble to this word. It's not about one person standing on stage and preaching and that being the most honorable thing and somebody else scrubbing the toilets and that somehow being less honorable. There is the, the, the economy, the standards, the values of the kingdom are in many ways stand, stand in opposition to the values that the world assigns to, to service. Okay, so, so there's not a, a higher level person and a lower level person. The Bible doesn't recognize that one person has the better gift set because they're the better person and somebody has less of a gift set because they're the, the lesser person or somebody has more money because they're the better person or less money because they're a lesser person. We talked a great deal last week about how God took time and took care to form man in his image and to create it and to breathe his very spirit into man so that we could live and be united with him and live with him forever. And so we need to understand that the, the honorable and the dishonorable is not the value of the man, but it's the work that they do. It's the quality of the work that's accomplished through them. The choice is this. If anyone cleanses himself from what's dishonorable, 
he will be a vessel for honorable use. So who is qualified to be a vessel for honorable use? Anybody. <laughs> who, is, <laughs> who is allowed to be an honorable vessel for use? Anybody, anybody, me, you, we are qualified. We are we're not qualified yet just by being, but we have the opportunity, we have the choice to be, we have the option to become those that do the honorable work of the kingdom. But we've got to walk away from the things that are dishonorable to be ready to do that, that which is honorable. Paul goes on and he, and he teaches about how to do that. He says, flee from youthful lusts and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. So we need to flee and walk away from and tear away from those things in our life that would drag us down and keep us living at the, 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 the common, the ignoble, the unknowable, the, 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 the poverty level that, that God doesn't desire for us to live at, but we volunteer ourselves for. The great purpose, well, let me, the, the last part is the master. If we're not careful, what we'll do when we read a passage like this is we'll focus on the house. We'll spend our time focusing on the vessels. We'll think so strongly and so hardly about, am I this vessel? Am I that vessel? Am I good enough? Am I not good enough? Am I better than them? Am I not better than them? Are they better than me? Am I not as good as them? And we, we get caught up on the vessels. We get caught up on ourselves and it turns into a passage about us. And it's like, I'm called to be great. Well, you, yeah, true. Yes, you are called to noble purposes. You were created for a noble function. No function, no purpose greater than to know God and to walk with him, to believe in him, to know him, for him to live with you, for him to fill you and to give you his purpose and his plan and for you to serve him. But there's this temptation to make it all about the vessels. And then, and then if you're anything like me, you make it all about the choice. Okay, I have to make the right choice and I'll live my life stressed out about making the right choice. Did I make the right choice about this? Did I make the right choice about this? Am I choosing this? Is this honorable or dishonorable? Honorable, dishonorable. Honorable, dishonorable. Honorable, dishonorable. And I'll walk through my life all stressed out making sure that I don't pick the wrong one. I'm like, well, it felt honorable at the time, but I think there might have been something more honorable. There's so many options. I'm stressed out, God. Can you just help me? It's like the, veg it's like the, uh, the, the medicine aisle at Walmart. My gosh, it's stressful. It's the worst thing ever. You're like, how many kinds of Tylenol can there be? Right? Only one kind of Tylenol. I know. It's a copyright brand. Acetaminophen or whatever the medicine is. Whatever the generic is that we call it. But it's stressful and there's so much. And it's like we're not supposed to live in that kind of thing. So what we need to do is we need to think about the character that we always overlook. The character that we always overlook is the master. The one that we give the least attention to in this passage is the most significant character in this whole passage. We get wrapped around our destiny and our purpose and our high calling. Don't compromise your calling. Don't do it. But don't think it's all about your calling. Everything in this passage points back to the Father. It's all for the sake of the Father. The house would be beautiful. It says a great house. It goes to describe it as a, as, as a great house. You know that it's a beautiful house. It's a, it's a large house. It's a valuable house. It's a significant house. The house doesn't exist there for itself. It exists there to point back to the master. It's only supposed to be a symbol of the master's wealth and wisdom and power. Look at this man. Look at that design. Look at, look at how well it's thought through and look at how, how significant it is. Look at the placement. Look at the value of the property. Look at how he designed this. 
We look at the vessels and you see that, that they're vessels of, of noble purpose. We see in this passage that he, he wants us all to walk in that noble purpose. But here's the bottom line. We're all going to be used by him in one way or the other. We don't really have a choice in that. He's saying, so, so we've, got these, we've got these vessels. We've got the noble ones and the ignoble ones. We have the, the honorable and the dishonorable. And he's saying, please, just take the honorable one, but he'll use you. But I don't want to just be used. Our service, our lives, our gifts, our skills, they're all supposed to point back to the master. When Shanique sings, I'm like, man, God is good. Like, Shanique can sing. That's awesome. I can't. It's great. I grab whatever note's the closest. Right? I grab whatever beat's the closest too. In terms of clapping or, you know, moving. You know, there was an Instagram video that went up, like, and I'm like, like this or something. And I'm like, whatever. I don't care. You know, <laughs> just worshiping, JC. Just, God likes my worship. Whatever. Don't judge me. I'll judge you back. Just worshiping Jesus. That's all I'm trying to do. You know, one of the, I need to stop, obviously, because we need to take an offering for that man. Um, ushers, go ahead and get the cash offering envelopes ready. Are there ushers in here? John Boker, you're the ushers. Um, you're all of them. There we go. If you need a cash offering envelope, go ahead and raise your hand and the ushers will pass it out. You already heard the message. So while you're filling those out, you can give via, via cash and you can fill that out. You can write out debit card information on there and we'll, we'll take care of that. You can also you make checks payable to Grace Covenant Church. And all of, the, all of the resources that come into this offering are going straight to him and his family. If, you're, if, you're on, if you give through the app, just go down and it says web support. That's him. So you can give today and you can give on the ongoing basis through Grace Covenant Church. And I would encourage you to do so if you're not now. But anyway, so I was going to say about the... The, the illustration I was going to do before I talked about the offering envelopes, there was a guy, we were in this room, I've talked about this before, but there was a guy uh, sitting back right about where the curtain was and I was sitting behind him. Grace Covenant Church was here in 2003 to 2007 before, we moved, before the campus moved to Chantilly and then we came back here in 2012. But I was back in that corner of the room and I was standing behind this guy and I was worshiping really well. I was doing an awesome job. I mean, my hands were up well like I wasn't pitting out like I am now. I know that, I know that everything about my praise was, was really perfect. You know, it was like my hands were up. I, my head was at the right angle. I felt the light like on this side of my face and I knew there was a shadow on this side. So we weren't taking old pictures like we do now, but it would have been the perfect Instagram praise picture. And it was really amazing. And I was singing as well as I could sing, just belting it out. And I know I was on beat. None of these details matter. I saw this guy in front of me and he was jumping around on a slow song. And I was like, his worship is not as good as mine. And uh, I knew the guy. And um, when I said his worship is not as good as mine, the Holy Spirit pricked my heart. And he was like, what'd you say? I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. This guy who had some, some disabilities, he had some handicaps, was worshiping God with everything that he had. With no sense of what was appropriate or not appropriate, what would look good on an Instagram post, 
What is the appropriate Facebook status? He was just worshiping God because God was worthy to be worshiped. And he was giving it everything he had. God was like, when you know me like he knows me, then your worship will be nice. Then it'll be pleasing. Noble or common. We're in a series on the spirit-filled life. We have been designed for the greatest, to, to, to bear the image of a holy God, to be filled with him and to walk in step with him. We have a choice. But let's set our eyes on the Father and see what happens as we behold him. Amen. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for the example that you've given us in the webs. Father, thank you for each of the nine sermons that's represented by those people who were baptized today. Thank you for the opportunity to sow financially into what you're doing locally. And now we get to sow into what you're doing internationally. God, what a privilege. What an honor it is. Help us to be those who fulfill the noble purpose that you've called us to. That greatest purpose that you've called us to walk in. In Jesus' name.